I'm Nadine. And I'm Chrissy. And you're listening to Side Hugs, your unofficial Duggar Snark podcast to help you help us feel better about talking shit about a weird ass family. This episode, we are discussing the 19 Kids and Counting season three episode, You Ask Duggar's Answer. In it, uh, the Duggars answer some of the most burning questions from viewers, none of which include information about the family's bigot views or any of the juicy stuff, but the hypocrisy, honey, the hypocrisy is there in spades. Oh, for sure. Um, we also have some classic Jim Bob and Michelle moments and just also some very good, I mean, very Jim Bob-esque answers that you would totally expect. We'll sure. get into it. Um, but before we dive in, it is time for Duggar Current Events. It feels so wild to finally have. We introduce a segment and and like immediately after everything went dark for like weeks nothing happened yeah nothing happened at all Mm -hmm. and now we're back with like back-to-back announcements things are popping off in duggerland yeah Um, for sure they're like timing it up with i mean i don't know when the next season of counting on is coming but i feel like it's it's coming soon enough so it's like they're somehow timing it up with that yeah it's true there it's working generating buzz we're finally like exactly we got so desperate during the drought that you know what happened is that like births and weddings became exciting once again i know absolutely are not oh for sure but so first things first Kendra and Joe gave birth to Brooklyn Praise Duggar yeah. on 219. So it was a couple weeks ago. She came in. She looks happy, healthy. Um, surprised at the name Brooklyn, though. I don't Me know too. why funding her so from? obsessed with the name Brooklyn. It's weird because um, one of the Bates girls like used Brooklyn as like a middle. Or I think um, Aaron has a kid named Brooklyn or something. Okay. But it's wild. It's like Brooklyn is like the most heathen, hipster, like yeah. anti-Christian place oh, in all sure. of her these united states like what is the obsession with brooklyn yeah i don't get it i mean it it like in their way it keeps them like cool and relevant <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah maybe it's like the most edgy thing they can think of exactly like, yeah not visiting actual brooklyn but like calling a doctor <laughs> brooklyn well it's like it's like when jessa or i guess even jill like when they i don't know just like give off this air on Instagram or social media in general to appeal to the masses more. So like, this is one little attempt. Would love to have one day those two girls visit their namesake hometown and uh, <laughs> yeah, t- take Molly at a gay Raven Bushwick or something. <laughs> yeah, just to get the full experience, you know, like to, yeah, course, to really yeah. dive down into the authenticity of it. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. We also had... Finally, Justin and Claire's wedding, which I feel like everybody in the fandom has been on like wedding watch forever for them. Yes. And he finally happened. So he is he the youngest Duggar boy to get married? He was eighteen or nineteen? He's the youngest Duggar ever to get married. Okay, yeah. Ever. But definitely by far like 18, there's yeah. there's no Duggar boy even close to his age who's gotten married. Mm-hmm. It is it is weird. Even in, um, even in their wedding picture that I've seen floating around, he looks so young. Yeah, obviously it's like it's a little bit weird. I just have so many fucking questions uh-huh. about this. Like are they I know that they got the, the wedding was in like Texas, like uh-huh. in like the Dallas yeah. Fort Worth area, but like are they going to live there? Are they moving to Northwest Ar- no, Northwest right. Arkansas? Like what's happening with that? Like 
stay stay tuned to the season of counting on to find out that's also the other yeah. thing like yeah. do we think that it is obviously it has to be shown on this next season right i think so okay yeah what else i, I feel mean, like it's just yeah i wonder I, I the only other person i can remember this happening with is like jeremy where they got married and we had seen nothing about him right on a- any like mm-hmm. episode of Countdown or anything like Right. Yeah, because you're right. Like, we – did their um their courtship and engagement and everything happen so far off the show, right? Um, Pause, but I want to say oh. yes. I don't think Claire's ever been on the show. I don't think so either. Yeah, that's Unless why – like, I feel like they've done, like, a bunch of YouTube videos, but have they – no, Claire's never been on Counting On. I mean, I think she was – people say, like, maybe in the background of some okay. older episodes, but – yeah, I mean, like if they know, is, if they've known the Duggars for years, then that's pretty likely. But but yeah, she's never been a main character, as you would say. No, never yeah. been introduced. Never had a talking head. Oh, here's a picture of her. She was at the Duggar ugly sweater Christmas party. Okay, okay. Um, I guess, but of this of yeah, uh, 2020, I I believe so. But okay. I think the I think with every other relationship, we had at least like the the last episode or like the season finale of the previous season ended mm-hmm. with like their introduction so right. it ended like on a cliffhanger and obviously like in real life they got married like a week later after yeah. that episode premiered but um but I, okay a similar thing happened with jeremy where it was just like out of the blue like what the fuck who is this person yeah. like like we saw the entire courtship play out in real time up to the wedding and then the counting on season with like his introduction okay yeah, I don't, I don't, for some reason, like, I don't remember that time, but, uh, okay, well, then I guess that's how they're going to do with, with them. They have to, Claire I mean. Justin, yeah, so then there's going to be a lot of them on this season, I would imagine. I'm kind of, like, I don't really care. I can't bring myself to, I'm so yeah, I'm not invested, invested in these yeah. particular people. Uh, because, like, Justin in my head is a child, and, yeah. like, it's just, it's, like, we literally know nothing about him. We know nothing I know. about him. I could not be more like. Right. I think they're, they're going to kind of get into this problem. As the other kids start. Yeah. 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 Also, the other thing about this is that um, they got married one day before Claire turned 20. Yeah. So technically it was still like he was 18. She was 19, 19. And then yeah. like he woke up the next day and said, and it's like, I, I feel like it's like to minimize the age difference. Uh-huh. 18 and Marriage, a marriage between an 18 and 20 year old sounds a little bit worse. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess because they're not like both teenagers, but an 18 year old getting married after like three month engagement, you know, announced um, the day after he turned 18. Yeah. Yeah. But also at the wedding, this is also a bit of Duggar current events. Jill and Derek were at the wedding, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Derek um, was sporting his little man bun. He was. We saw the return of the man bun, which I like. Didn't mind. I, was I like, know, Bob. I like that. I was like, this is not the worst look you've presented us right. with, and we've seen a lot. We've seen you cycle through yeah. a lot of them. So I, I obviously, I they if you know if and when the weddings on TV, I don't. They they won't be in the episode. Um, right. But it's just like interesting to me because in my mind jill rarely sees her family so for them both to go to a wedding that's very interesting yeah i mean i can't imagine that it was anything other than like awkward and i actually feel like the easier thing would have been for them to both stay home and make up some like excuse for them i feel like it takes like kind of not guts to show up to a family thing but like yeah kind of guts Mm -hmm. knowing that like most of your family 
you're not on speaking terms right. with and disapprove of you mm-hmm. and you're just going to show up and like also the other thing that I was wondering is um I thought that Justin might have been on Jill's buddy team for a while okay. maybe that but it's like unclear it, it's like unclear whether he was on Jess's or Jill's okay but either way like it's so the like, type of thing where so they might be despite the friction in the family they might still be close you think yes yeah maybe but also the other thing is like how can like Justin is young enough where he was part of like the young kids that mm-hmm. Jill helped to raise right with her sister moms yeah so nothing else for the current events I guess yeah I think that um oh well okay well the last thing about Jill and Derek is yeah. that they left the kids at home with a babysitter mm-hmm. and I th- I don't it looks like they took a couple nights like to travel to Texas and like stay in a hotel by themselves. But I thought that was like weird. I know. I don't think we've ever seen that where the kids are like, like left behind to, to a family function. Like, I was going to say like, is it that she doesn't want, want her kids around them? I, I mean, I would think so. Yeah. But then there was that one time um during the holidays where it was like Jess's, uh, Christmas YouTube video and I, somebody in the family was like FaceTiming with Jill's kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think like maybe, she, maybe she's cool with them FaceTiming and not like actually not, yeah. being in person with yeah. her family, which I don't know. I just, I don't know. Obviously we don't know what it means, but either way, I feel like it's like a choice, you know, it's yeah. like, it says something like it's like a statement. Yeah. You know? oh, sure. down some sort of line that we mm-hmm. can't like really, see or understand but no, something's agree. happening yeah oh. all right so in this episode of 19 kids and counting the whole thing is basically fan questions that jim bob and michelle and some of the younger kids answer mixed in with some like day-to-day stuff at the house so we open on we open on michelle mentioning like how tricky and how difficult things are going to be to wrangle the kids on her own because her four older girls are at a retreat. Um, so, you know, she has to be a parent uh, for this episode. She is so like fucking annoyed by it too. I know. It's like, yeah, the gall of, you know, it, it, it just seems like, it seems like it's like a big deal for her that she has to parent her children. Mm-hmm. Like, I know she even like when she's doing homeschool with the younger kids, she's kind of like, mentions and makes it seem like they'll get done what they can because you know she's on her own and they have to yeah do this. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's basically not even trying she's like school t- we'll take it or leave it meals yeah. fend for yourselves like I it's know. a difficult time right now i'm going through it my girls are in here like yeah yeah i okay i'll bring this up now but okay. um there was a moment where i think the youngest at this point was jordan okay. um yeah, baby she starts crying like you can hear her crying like out uh, in an upstairs room somewhere mm-hmm. and michelle like gets up out of her chair and like the camera follows her upstairs and she's like yes i have to go nobody else is here so i have to go yeah. do it and it's like yeah you have to go feed your right. clients yes that is i thing know you have to- i know i just and like it, it's not like you have multiple crying babies you've just one baby and you're basically making all the other little kids fend for themselves anyway so it's, it's- so Weird. It's just like it screams. Like she feels, I she feels literally so entitled to her mm-hmm. children's labor and yeah. child rearing. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. It, it like I definitely did not see her keeping sweet. I saw like straight up like teenage level petulance of like, guess I'll have to go do yep, it. Like, yep. guess I'll have to go do mm-hmm. it. Like, 
it was it was like bizarre i know um and yeah and at this point jordan's still sleeping in her room too yeah she's still sleeping in her room too so it's not like jordan has a buddy yet that's true she she, it seemed like she was younger than six months it literally seemed like yeah all right so the first question that um alleged fans ask is why do you have so many kids so michelle's answer is um mr duggar and i decided to start our family and we had one child and then we thought oh that's enough for right now and we won't have any more for a little bit but we ended up getting pregnant and we weren't expecting that and we miscarried that baby then jim bob cuts in and says scriptures say that children are a gift from god and we just decided to give this area of our life to god we had another one and another one and i think we're the most blessed people on the face of the earth yeah, what do we think about that? Um, on a scale from one, like, the I, truth to not at all, I would yeah, say. Yeah, like, I mean, these are the answers we always hear. I mean, what do you think? No, I, I mean, I think that that is exactly true. I think this, it's weird because this entire episode was them literally just regurgitating mm-hmm. the things that they had drilled into themselves and their kids to keep repeating. Right. But doing it, like, against a backdrop where they were clearly like struggling to keep it together because they yeah. didn't have their life. Good like the point. crux were pretty exposed here in this episode, like with their, with their sister moms missing. Right. Um, particular, it, it's just like, none of what she says seems like rings true to me. And it, it's like, mm-hmm. maybe it's surprising that she's doing such a bad job of like rehashing the same, like 16 canned answers that she's been giving right. for like 16 years, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I also think it's interesting, like, what they exclude from this answer and how they, like, tailor their things to, like, this particular audience. They they definitely didn't mention that they believe that birth control pills birth are control. abortion. Right. Like, because we've heard that in, like, the lore of the family, that that played a huge role in them deciding to just not use birth control and to just have as many kids as would happen. Yeah, so, okay, something else that I did when researching this episode is I watched this hour and a half video on YouTube that was, like, ripped from, like, a very old DVD called Tea Time with Michelle Duggar. Okay. And this was filmed, like, over a decade ago when she went to this conference to receive, like, a Mother of the Year award. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's sitting down with this, like, preacher's wife, and they basically ask the exact same questions, but... Okay. The amount of like spiritual psycho babble, like mm-hmm. infused with Christian tropes that are and like right. sprinkled in with Bible verses, it makes her answer sound completely different. Like I listened to it and I was like, it's just it's so yeah. weird. Like this is such a sanitized answer compared to what she expresses when she's like in a room of like minded people. So like in in that tea time with Michelle, um, she said. So are you? Does she? She just goes into the more the the Bible of it all a lot more. Yeah, she definitely um, mentions which she's is playing it up, playing it up so hard. Yeah, and she definitely mentions like, the abortifacent theory that yeah. some doctor said her that was not correct. But well, yeah, then it's it's surprising also that she doesn't um, mention their faith so much in this answer because later in the Q and A, um, Jim Bob even says like one of the reasons that they agreed to be on TV was that as long as as none of their faith was edited out, meaning like this is your whole point, like you're using the show as a ministry. But that's the thing. They're not. They're I know. Yeah. Not. yeah. Like, they're, they, I mean, they can tell themselves and they can claim it, but no, they're not. Yeah. No, it's like they know the exact, they're 
modulating their answers the mm-hmm. to the exact right degree that they think they can get away with. Yeah. And, you know, just trying to present themselves in order to appeal to like the the most number of people, like just and and the most number of like literal like advertisers for the show and not overstep it, but not undersell it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they're literally not doing it as a quote unquote free ministry, like as Jill and no. Derek so painfully uh discovered on their own years sure. later. No. Um yeah. Okay, I try to think of some more accurate answers for this question. Okay, Why do you on. have so many kids? Mm-hmm. Came up with a lot. Um and yeah, there there's there's actually <laughs> no dearth of like potential sure answers to choose from but I, I feel like any one of these would be a better <laughs> would be a more okay. truthful accurate like representation of their beliefs um a pregnancy fetish on michelle's part maybe okay. on jim bob's part as well all right a freudian death drive from michelle just being right. like i hate this life and pregnancy is going to yeah. kill me eventually like right. that's not funny but they have very risky pregnancies sure. like her and her children yeah Fears that modernity will result in white genocide um, <laughs> because the kids are the only thing keeping that marriage alive, mm. because the kids are the only thing that is keeping the PPD at bay. Or, okay, this is, I think, my own pet theory. Yeah. Of, <laughs> maybe Jim Bob and Gil Bates had a friendly competition that went like a little <laughs> bit too far. We have seen, their, we have seen their competitive nature with each other, even when having kids. <laughs> So, but okay, but the kids are the only thing keeping the marriage alive. I mean, obviously, they would never um, hint to this or admit to this at all. But like, that is, that is the whole thing. That is, that is the whole point of their marriage at this point is just to have kids. So I mean, yeah, it they are the thing like keeping their marriage thriving. Yeah, I think that like, at a certain point, it's just like, there's a certain amount of momentum that she's like, oh, fuck, we've gone too far and I'm too scared to stop because I don't know what's on the other side of this, like, yeah, endless cycle that we have going on. Um, the thing about the white genocide, which I actually think that I, I think it's like objectively true, but like on uh-huh. a very subconscious level is like, you know, the whole thing with Quiverful is mm-hmm. that the Quiverful movement is that they believe that um, too many non-white or implicitly white, but too many yeah. Um, non-christian bible believing fundamentalists are having like too many children so eventually the world right. is going to be disproportionately like non-christian mm-hmm. and like the subtext is like non-white non-heterosexual yeah. non-straight you know or non like cis or whatever um so basically the goal of the quiverful movement is to like reproduce and like revive the white straight american populace mm-hmm. or just like the white christian populace so it can rival and like overtake the engrossing like minority demographics that are going to like sway the electorate in the direction away from like conservative american evangelical social mores you know yeah i mean um that you know they're working on it one um one kid and one grandkid at a time, you know, they're on their way to those 200 white grandkids. So yeah, exactly. yeah. that's what they're going to have yeah. 200 yeah. lily white grandchildren, yeah. unless by some like wild, you know, toss of the dice, like one of the kids ends up marrying like some person of color. Maybe they'll ha- they'll have a hundred and like 98 white oh, grandchildren God. and two like <laughs> biracial grandchildren. <laughs> but um, no, I think like the white quiverful thing kind of like, undergirds everything they're doing it's like one of those things that's like 
obviously is there it's like there and it's yeah. like it's something everybody's just like not talk like not talking about but you you we've seen like shots of those conferences like the ACI conferences oh, yeah. the standing conferences nary a nary a pock in sight yeah. on purpose like yeah. that's like part of it you know yeah absolutely all right let's move on to the next question um I have two older sisters, and I was wondering, how does it feel to grow up with 17 brothers and sisters? Um, Joy, Jason, and James, I'll give some variation of the answer that they love having so many siblings because there's always someone to play with, which I, okay, that makes sense. Jim Bob says that um, basically having so many kids means their kid like so many playmates around means their kids are never bored there's always something to do um then michelle says on the other hand you might have to wait in line for a turn with one of the toys but overall i think our children would say we have more fun than anyone we know how do you think it feels to grow up with 17 brothers and sisters bad (laughs) (laughs) okay or let me i don't know because they they don't go to school or they don't go to you know they homeschool so in this way they have built-in friends Because even though they say they have, you know, they socialize outside of the family, all of their best friends are within their family. So in this situation, I don't know. I think they're benefiting from having this many siblings. However, that's a lot of fucking kids. And there's a lot of competition. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could be fun. I think, like, my second answer to that is that it probably is the type of thing that is going to seem completely normal to them until they step like one yeah. foot outside of their comfort zone and real, like they, they have enough experience to have like a singular shred of perspective on how fucked up their upbringing was. And they're going to be like, Oh shit. Like, right. I feel like it's weird because they are aware that their situation is not the norm. Like their situation mm-hmm. is always common upon it, yeah. but until they know exactly the way that like the specific ways in which like they were, misled or just kind of like strategically like had information and experiences withheld from them they're not gonna it's not gonna really click for them right you know the way that um jim bob kind of talks about them having so many siblings means that no one's ever bored which yeah i mean he says there you know there's always something to do he says arm wrestling playing basketball coloring pictures so like they're always playing with each other but i don't know there's like another aspect that of parenting that Jim Bob and Michelle aren't doing because like as a parent, like I, I enjoy when my son has other kids to play with and entertain him, Mm -hmm. but also like I play with my child. So yeah. Yeah. So like Jim Bob and Michelle have all of these kids to just play with each other, like negating any need for them to, to do more than the bare minimum in this way as well. I know. I know. And that's the type of like crucial thing that they're not going to realize is at, like they're not going to realize what they missed out on until mm-hmm. they like start interacting with more people who like had more engaged parents and just sure, had, yeah like which i think like kind of i mean as we've seen with the older girls i feel like it does take like kind of like a long time to unravel and unpack yeah yeah i don't know i also but like i agree with you i don't think that it's like all bad i just think that you yeah. that, know that doesn't seem bad to them because they don't know any better and I mean, I don't know. It's like it's like it's like an important thing that they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to like suss out the parts of it that were good and the parts of it that were like so fucked up they didn't even know it was fucked right. up, you know? Yeah, but and so many of like, them are never gonna realize that. I mean, they're having their hordes of children as well. I I actually think that the only ones who 
maybe don't in adulthood are like Joe and Kendra. I feel okay. like all of the other kids, like, don't you think that they at least like have married somebody removed enough from the Duggars to understand? Like Jessa, or, yeah. Or like Josiah, like have yeah. had like a natural inclination to like mm-hmm. rebel against certain aspects of it. Like I, referring to like him getting sent to alert a bunch of times. There right. was like a rumor of him having like a secret Facebook account with yeah. like worldly mm-hmm. ones, you know, like I feel like at this point, all of the adults, except for like Joe and Ken just seem content to live on the compound and like <laughs> yeah. keep having kids. Do as they're told. And it seems like they're both equally, like, sheltered and committed yeah, to remaining yeah. that way. And obviously, uh, Josh and Anna are, are on their way. They've On their way. To having, like, tons and tons of kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, like, Josh, like, you know, the scales have been removed from his eyes, like, a while ago. <laughs> never, yeah. Like, yeah, he's on. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. The next question was... And I have my own my own answer Theories to this. this. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Why did you decide to go with all J names? So Jim Bob explains that they just started with Josh. They liked his name. Okay. And then um, <laughs> Jana and John David's names, they just kept with a theme. So the note kid was left out. And he just kind of explains that um, d- depending on how many kids they have, you know, say they go with J names for five kids and then they have one more. And then after like the sixth child who doesn't have a J name, you know, they didn't have any more kids and a kid would be left out. So, right. and, and he also claims he never dreamed they would have so many kids. Um, yeah. I don't know how the fuck that would happen. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, okay. They have all J names because um, fucking Jim Bob is like so fucking full of himself and he has a J name. That's why they have so many J names. That's where I it started. That, yes. I think ultimately like that is the correct answer. What is so endlessly strange to me is that they went with this whole J thing, but they didn't name a son James until they're like eleventh yeah. kid. Yeah, it's even more than eleven. Honestly, I think it was like yeah. who knows what where he is in the birth order. But yeah, well, I'm surprised that they went through all of those and then suddenly this rando kid like in the middle is just like I has his father's name James. And also, um, I don't know about all of these being from the Bible, but um, I would assume Ginger that- was definitely a biblical character. <laughs> Didn't you read that? Oh, obviously, yes. Um, well, Joshua, I would assume they got from the Bible, so I don't think they just picked the name because they like it. So I don't know why he why he wouldn't. Um, I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm assuming that it's that they got it from the Bible. So I don't know why he wouldn't mention that. But also the whole, my idea about the J's being from his name, because I feel like Josh and Anna do M's for Michelle. I thought so too. Yeah. I think that, that, yeah, I think that it was a way of like currying favor with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. They're the like, only ones who do it. Nobody else has done like. Thank a, God. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. I think, wait, sorry. I lost my train of thought, but. Oh, wait. Okay. Literally everything in their life would have been different had they not miscarried their second pregnancy yeah. because Michelle claims that she was going to name the second kid Caleb. And right there, everything would have been like yeah, everything. Yeah, shit. There, they would have like kept taking birth control or like you know as mm-hmm. needed. Because wouldn't have been convinced that it was it was causing abortions. Like right, and. Oh. Um, then we would never yeah. be, we would not be sitting here today talking about subjected yeah. to this yeah. honestly like yeah the world would never have known of right. this family. i know okay the next question is since you don't watch tv how did you decide to be on a tv show 
Jim Bob said, Michelle and I both grew up watching TV. When we were getting ready to be married, there was a doctor friend that counseled us and challenged us not to watch TV our first year of marriage. And so we did that. And then after our first year, we got the TV set up and hooked up. And we both would sit there for hours just watching TV and glued to it. And we realized it was going to be detrimental to our marriage. And we finally got rid of the TV and have not had broadcast TV pretty much throughout our marriage. However, when they were asked to be on TLC, they thought it would be a good chance to share with the world that children are a blessing and a gift from God. So he said, so Jim Bob says, we agree to the TV show as long as it didn't edit out our faith. Um, Michelle says, we definitely do not feel our reason for being on TV is to be famous or anything like that. It's really just to share an encouragement for other people because we all need encouragement along the way. I was I was like get such a kick out of his like we just sat there for hours watching TV and glued to it and we like weren't communicating with each other because we this TV was so evil and so sinful. We were just watching TV for our entire like you know first years yeah, of marriage. So like, get the fuck out of here. Throw it in the trash can, but also everybody tune in and you have to watch right. our show. No, yeah, no, it's quite literally. I feel like this is like when like Instagram influence or in, Instagram influencers were like, yeah, I'm never on my phone. I think social mm-hmm. media is so like I think you should. Right. I'm only on it for a second a day. <laughs> like to I know. Post. And I think it's destructive, but also it funds my entire life and mm-hmm. livelihood. Right. And um, if it disappeared tomorrow, I would be destitute. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the right. thing. Like, they literally owe everything to that magic little sin box. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's disgusting. Magic yeah. little sin box. You know, okay, I got that from, um, I saw a picture uh, online of Lawson, no, Nathan and his new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wait, this is, we have to tangent this for, like, one second. Okay, okay. Um, so Nathan was, like, hugging his uh-huh, new girlfriend. Behind, right? And behind, yeah. and his thumb was in her jean waistband. And I was like, holy fuck. And somebody, <laughs> somebody commented something so funny. They said, um, like, this is scandalous. Like, he's touching her wedding box. And I was like, that's... <laughs> oh, no, 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 her wedding square. Oh, my God. <laughs> wedding square. Oh, my God. That's so terrible. Disgusting. It's hilarious. But accurate. Like... <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So the next question is, do you like being on TV? Um, the kids' answers are pretty interesting. So Joy says, it's kind of fun getting to meet new people. And they say, we saw you on TV. Or um, they ask, you know, her parents, is that all y'all's kids when they're on public? Um, James says, it's really fun sometimes to be followed. So um, they cut to the scene of the family being followed by hordes of fans. Like they're the Beatles. Because I mean, I know that they, like there was a time where they had like a lot of fans in public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then there's like another scene where Michelle's explaining one day Jackson asks her like how a stranger knew his name in public. Um, And that's like, how is that not like kind of scary for these kids? You know what this reminded me of? It yeah. reminded me of there's a scene in Keeping Up with the Kardashians when okay. Northwest like is being shuttled into a car and they're trying to avoid the paparazzi yeah. and then like the cameras inside the car like catch North asking Kim like Mom like why are there people taking pictures of us every single day? Why? And yeah. Kim is like 
<laughs> like she's like um yeah well she like can't really say it right like the reason that they are famous and i feel like it's like the same thing here they're like you know like all these kids are like but why and it's like yeah. well <laughs> your family has sold you you like uh-huh. is exploiting you guys yeah and you know for free publicity mm-hmm. in hopes of like yeah. making enough money to fund their life yeah style. money really like money style. that you will never directly see even as an adult yeah, yeah it's like i think the laws on this i don't know if we've discussed this on this before but mm-hmm. the laws on this are so weird that like because they were not technically acting on a show like they were yeah. not memorizing lines they weren't sag members they're not like covered under that like law that protects child actors where they have to set a certain percentage wow. of the funds of the proceeds yeah. or whatever side of their future basically mm-hmm. uh, which is just like i think it's ridiculous i think it's exploitative yeah. watch agree. me alienate everybody i love but i i feel i feel like this is so crazy in this mm-hmm. day and age like i also think like family vloggers should be illegal like i just think they're like right. crazy like the fact that yeah. It's so weird to me that the adult people are making living, like making a living off of podcasting the lives of their children. Yeah. Strangers. Like, yeah. Who can't, you know, say no, who who have no control over it. Oh my God. There's going to be such a wave. And maybe, I don't think the Duggars will be swept off in this, but okay. This is a tangent we have to cut that I have to get off of this, but it, okay. I really think that in 10 years, there's going to be a wave of like, children of former family vloggers who sue their parents and like have to go to court because they have to they're gonna like claim mental distress and anguish and like get back earning um okay we'll move on to this all right the next question is um how do you keep your sanity with that many little ones uh michelle says my heart really goes out to those moms with little ones because i know how hard those days were it was a struggle jim bob said when we had three, four, five children, it was a it was a chore keeping up with them. Michelle and I would both have two under each arm, and some others running off in other directions, and it was a job keeping up with all the little ones. Michelle added, "I remember thinking I would purpose to smile at the little guys and remind them that I love them, even though mommy is tired. Don't give up. Keep smiling at them. Keep loving on them, and." Teach them to learn to sit and be still while you read a book to them. Help them to practice being still. This point, uh, Jordan, baby Jordan, is sleeping upstairs in her room. Michelle leaves the interview to check on her. Jordan's sleeping in a baby swing, which isn't, you're not supposed to do that because there's like a suffocation hazard. And especially with this kid being like out of sight, no baby monitor nearby, which I mean, the Duggars are known for being lax with their safety with their babies so i'm not super surprised but after having this many kids um you would think michelle will know better no absolutely not she does not know no no and i I do i i kind of like how they or at least jim bob admits that like when they first had a bunch of little kids it was hard but he then basically went on to say like the solution to having too many kids was to have more kids to take yeah to look after them yeah exactly Yeah. yeah I know. So, uh, all right. The next question was, do any of the kids ever fight? Michelle admits, yes, they do. And then we cut to two of the kids literally hitting each other as they fight over some toys. And I mean, 
that's very 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 relatable um jim bob says it's a daily challenge trying to keep some of the younger kids from fighting too much um but then michelle says they really do learn to work it out and communicate and to try to be nice to each other and that's the goal she doesn't explain like how they work it out and communicate we just see them these kids literally like fighting each other physically yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean i thought it was like normal and like yeah yeah you know what's I wonder if, like, Michelle thinks that, like, the cameras are, like, supervision enough for the children. I wonder. Because, like, at a certain point, like, it's, like, a bunch of adult, like, Mm -hmm. full-grown adults, like, witnessing, like, these kids do enormously Mm -hmm. dangerous, like, life-threatening things at, you know, at some point. So it's, like, I I don't ever think they're in mortal danger. Yeah, I mean, like, they see some of the some of the like camera people as like really close family friends too. And in re and like for, so like in real life, I'll see like <laughs> shitty parents. If there's other adults around, those parents will kind of like do not like necessarily do their own thing, but they won't necessarily keep an eye on their kids so much. And it's, yeah. it seems to be because in their minds, Oh, there's other adults around. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of the mindset of Michelle and Jim Bob, where they're like, Oh, you know, there's all these camera people around. If anything yeah, yeah. happens, they're there. Yeah. Which, like, it has happened, like, we saw with, with, like, when Josie had a seizure, and get this, Jim, Bob, and Michelle were probably, like, speaking about how to be parents Mm -hmm. at, like, some conference or something. Yeah. Um, It was, like, the camera people who, like, ran over to, like, Mm. tell Janet to, like, get her under, like, get her under running water, like, make sure she can breathe. Like, of course, like, any human being is going to help, like, a child who's in distress. Like, I think, like, on a certain level, yes, of course. But um, I do think that Michelle probably like give TLC is like a like a babysitter, babysitter for her. Yeah, she leans but on that for sure. Leans on it, but mm-hmm. also they're not babysitters, so sometimes it is kind of weird when they when they have when they catch footage of like a kid climbing on the second floor banister oh who's like God, you yeah, know, and it's, uh-huh. <laughs> it is so it is odd because they're li- like they're doing their job, but it's also like they're also watching a kid like yeah. seriously endanger themselves they're like seeing but... how it's gonna play out yeah yeah Oof. yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, um, uh-huh. obviously this whole rig of like this whole shebang is like i don't think like nobody would claim it's like an ethical em- enterprise uh yeah. with what they've entered into but it's yeah. it's weird to see um yeah all right um the next question do all the kids wish they had their had their own bedrooms so michelle explains that when they built the big house which is seven thousand square feet by the way the kids all said they wanted a room with their siblings so they built this house with like three but seven thousand square feet house okay with three bedrooms um joy does explain that she likes sleeping with her sister so they could talk at night and i i can see that um i didn't like grow up with a ton ton of siblings so like to have a bunch of older sisters like a like a sleepover atmosphere all the time i can see why that would be appealing to some kids um mm-hmm. so like i get it i i like kind of understand but that's still a lot of kids in one room that, that's why they have like so many bunk beds for the boys you know that's yeah wild. and i feel like it's also different like there's a difference between yeah i want to share a room with my mm-hmm. siblings and I want to share a room with all of my siblings. Right. Like, and also, like, yeah, it's fun when they're little. But as they got older, then it was just, like, kind of weird to have these older, older sisters with, like, the super young girls. Like, it's in, in, well, any, in any other normal family, they would want to have their own rooms at that point. I'm just, I know, I'm endlessly weirded out by the fact that Janet is sharing a room. She's yeah, 31 and yeah. sharing a room with, like a 15 year old a 13 year old like all the way down to like 
a 10 year old. Okay. She shared she her room a, with like a 10 year old. No, it's okay. She has like um, a sheet up, a sheet partition up to give her some privacy. Haven't you ever seen that or heard that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so before they go to the next question, there's a like scene of Michelle. Uh, so Joe um, and like maybe a couple of the other older boys are like doing outdoor work. So they come in to get some water or lunch or something. And Michelle like asks Joe if he's had to turn to Q&A and he's like so shy and he says not yet. And she makes a joke and says that Joe's more of the quiet type and, you know, your wife will be a talker, I'm sure. And, you know, Kendra's does pick up the slack for him. Um, but it's just... And we've seen this so many times with Michelle. Just the interaction so, like, stiff. It doesn't seem like a mom and her son talking, really. No, it's like, yeah. have you guys met? Like, let me introduce you guys. Right. Like, is, um, but the other thing about the interaction is that she mm-hmm. tells Joe, like, or I think she tells the camera, like, he's like a, he's like a quiet, shy person. Like, his wife is going to be a talker. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that, which is yeah, actually incredibly prophetic and... Yeah, of course. Now we know that he's married to um, Giggles herself, uh-huh. and we love and adore. And <laughs> yeah, um, but I yeah, he definitely that. has yeah. a talkative, bubbly wife, mm-hmm. which was necessary for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question: Are the children allowed to socialize with other children? Um, Michelle says, "I think our children probably get to socialize more than most children do." I don't. Okay. Jim Bob uh, adds that every Friday and Saturday night, our family goes to like the local community center and we play broom ball. We socialize with people from the community. There's people from all different walks of life that come there. Um, Michelle says, our children love interacting with people of all ages. And Jim Bob adds, we love meeting new people and making new friendships. So I, is this like our way of knowing that they, they all walks of life? Is that like, the common people, the uh, the people less than their like supreme religious circles. I think all walks of life means like mm-hmm. there are some families with four kids, okay, and that's like exotic to them. Okay, I took it to mean like there's like families from different socioeconomic backgrounds, and we're so we're so good and God fearing that we're talking to everybody. That's how I took it. How magnanimous of them! Oh, right, to right, exactly. And their social so- circle too. Yeah. To the people who they literally would be if it weren't for TLC. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, somebody asks about. I said they say I was curious about your belief in dancing because we know that the Duggars don't dance. Um. Jim Bob and Michelle both explain, or Jim Bob says that dancing can elicit impure thoughts in boys that can't be righteously fulfilled. Um, he claims that they don't judge anybody for dancing, but their family listens to hymns and classical music instead and not rock music. And then Joy says, uh, she says, Daddy says it's just somebody shaking around their body. I don't know. He says there's no meaning to it. <laughs> like that's that's what that's her her like explanation because she, like as a fucking kid she probably doesn't understand either well yeah because there's yeah. there's no reason for this okay the grossest thing that jim bob says here is mm-hmm. like he he says something about like how it's in here because it entails women shaking, shaking around their parts parts of their bodies yeah he says the word bits oh. and i could i was like god okay yeah. no it doesn't i don't know what kind of dancing you're referring to but i know um, but also it's just like it's really it's it's really sad because they do show that little clip of like no oh, I hate like, this yeah go ahead. Jackson at a store mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know what it is it's uh-huh. like Jackson at a store and 
they're at like they're going thrift shopping and he finds this like musical thing and he plays it and he starts like like naturally just dancing around yeah who would have thunk you know a normal human anthropological response Mm -hmm. to like a melodious collection of notes and sounds yeah yeah of course people dance and um and yeah they just try to like really downplay it and like completely dismiss it and eventually they're going to like pathologize it as like a sinful lustful act Mm -hmm. and he's you know all the kids are gonna have to train themselves to stop doing that on their own which is like literally worse than the town from footloose (laughs) i know i know it's just it's such a natural it's just just such a fucking natural thing um all right next question um what do you do for each child's birthday this wasn't super interesting they just kind of explain how Everybody, or every time it's someone's birthday, they're treated to an activity of their choice and a gift. Jim Bob mentions how they have birthdays like every month, and it sounds so exhausting. So I could never. But I guess it's it's like they're planning parties for each kid. No, they're not. They're taking them out to lunch. Yeah. Right. Like, so this is the one time a year that that kid gets one-on-one or two-on-one time with their parents. They had something. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this like reminded me of like being like in... uh, like my office where like the joke is like every two weeks or like, mm, hey, right. like this. I oh feel God. like we did more at an office for oh, like. Yeah. Okay. This reminded me of um the office um, where, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like an episode. I don't know where I don't, whoever doesn't watch office. Okay. So there's an episode where uh, the boss is gone for the day and somebody else is in charge and they're supposed to celebrate a couple people's birthdays and the the employee put in charge says like, Oh, you know, this is so exhausting. Let's just celebrate like, every everyone's birthday this month let's just celebrate it on one day because there's just so many birthdays and yeah, i'm surprised yeah. that the duggars don't do that They're, they just have I mean, like a joint party i know yeah. yeah um i think they they maybe have started to incorporate the grandkids into some joint parties like mm-hmm. i know that Mackenzie, jordan and josie all celebrate yeah typically together and of course anna can't just get enough about oh god she can't get over the fact that Josie's an aunt who's younger than her. Uh, Oh my god! Yeah, we get it. Like we get it. I know. (laughs) Um. Okay. The next question. Okay, this is a good one. Do you ever cook any international food at your house? Jim Bob says this is like his direct quote. I tell direct quote. I tell you what. We love spaghetti, fettuccine. We love pizza. We love tacos, burritos. This is making my mouth water just thinking about this. Michelle cuts in and says, our idea of Mexican or Italian food that we make is not authentic, which is so fucking true. Um, Jim Bob says, Chinese, Japanese, Korean food. We love all food. Yes. The, this is their like explanation. And, the, and then to this, we have scenes of them just like eating vats of just like pasta and pizza um, for their. So this is counted as their international food. They're Italian. Italian. Yes. I've never like heard anyone say that except as a joke. Like I like, I don't, I feel like really old, like boomers do that. Yes. It's like ignorant people. Yeah. I don't know. It it just seems like a very like, I know. Yeah. It it seems like it, it, it's the speech pattern of somebody who like doesn't get out a lot or doesn't. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, Italian food. I know. Um, all right. Have any of your kids sustained any injuries? Um, Joy explains how Josiah was nine or 10 and broke his arm climbing out of a tree. And Michelle says, dad, 
Tad. Okay. Dad jokingly says that we have a crisis about every 10 minutes around here. And then there's a montage of the kids hurting themselves um, because they aren't properly supervised like we discussed before. Um, I mean, they, with that many kids, it, it could have been so much worse, like, throughout their childhoods. Yeah. I mean, like, I've been thinking back. There's been a couple that we've seen, like, there's, I feel like that infamous scene of Jackson, Joe, Jason falling into an orchestra pit that. Yeah. Um, do you remember that? Like, I do. he did I, fall. I remember seeing, like, see, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, like, what kind of injury did he sustain with that? I mean, it wasn't major, but he fell 12 feet yeah. like, into this, like, dark pit. Um, yeah, yeah. He ended up, like, shipping both of his front tooth. It was bloody, but, like, nothing <sighs> serious was there. But, like. Right. Okay, the weird thing about that, the orchestra pit incident, is that mm. I don't even think Michelle was there, but, like, a couple kids went down, and they were helping to, like, stabilize him, and when Michelle was talking about it, mm-hmm. like, she was like, yeah, I'm so glad that, um, you know, nowadays so many so many phones have cell phones, or so many phones have cameras on them, so the kids were able to capture exactly what was going on on their camera, um, so you can have the footage, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not a mom, but... I don't think that that's how most mothers talk about their Wait, kid so, falling 10 feet into a hole. So TLC could have the footage? Yeah, yeah. Like, basically, that's oh what she was saying. She's like, she basically, her, her, her takeaway from that was like, yeah, we're lucky that um, the girls yeah. were able to get the footage on their cell phones. Yeah. Because now, did you know, like, cell phones have cameras on them. And it's like, I know. It's she's like psychotic, like. And she's like, don't worry, we got the footy. It's all right. If one, if one of your kids fell, and then I feel like I—I I mean, I'm not a—I'm not a mother, but I'd be like sobbing, being like, oh yeah. my fucking god, my kid like almost had their neck broken. Like, oh for sure, yeah. My kid, like the worst he's had was um when he was like four or five, he got like a really bad like gash on his head, and he had to get stitches, and so we went to the emergency room. That was traumatizing enough for me. And that was just stitches. Yeah. yeah. And it's your, you're not, I feel like even when you think back about it, you're not like, Mm-mm. it's like, it, it's still a little bit like emotionally yeah. sensitive yeah. to discuss. Oh, for slow. sure. Like, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Weird thing. Okay. Next question. How do you keep your house so clean? Um, the answer is like, their children are slaves. Um, but Bob <laughs> says, our house can get messy in a hurry. It's a daily challenge to keep a house clean. Michelle says, um, use teamwork to get it cleaned up when you need it to be. Everybody will jump in to get to work and get it done in a short amount of time because many hands make light work. And then, but then jo- Jim Bob claims that it's it's more important to enjoy kids and have fun with them rather than keep a clean house because he doesn't have to fucking clean or do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. the answer is, yeah, their kids have, are very good at picking up the labor that they should mm-hmm. be doing as parents. And it's like, yeah. obviously, kids should have chores, but parenting should not be one of those chores. Neither should, like, right. clean. I, it's just like cleaning the entire house. Well, yeah, like, like, truly, what do they do? I know, right. Like, we've seen the jurisdictions of the kids, and, like, they're everybody's assigned to something. But, okay, so then what's left for Jim, Bob, and Michelle? That's not okay. Yeah, um... Like, I, yeah, I think, I mean, like, doing chores to learn responsibility, like, that's important. But, like, I don't think kids should be doing chores to, um, to like, 
keep up the house necessarily. Yes. Like I don't think the yeah. point of chores is to absolve the parents yes. responsibility of having yeah. to do chores, you know, like right. there's so I many things. Yeah. There's so many where's chores. The team and team effort? Yeah. Right. Like I would prefer to do so many things myself, like instead of my son, because it would get done a lot faster if I did, but he does them because it's about like responsibility, not, you know, scrubbing something correctly or doing things that, so that I don't have to. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the answer is that they have, like, they have an enormous amount of help and their kids are, have been disciplined and trained to, like, Mm -hmm. do exactly, like, all the housework that they need to do. Um, And the answer is, like, before they were old enough to sustain, like, all of the housework, like, they also did have outside help. Like, they would talk about how, like, Grandma Mary would come Mm -hmm. over. They had, like, this piano teacher who came over. But it's clear that... Yeah. Michelle's full-time job for the past 20 years has been birthing mm-hmm. and Jim Bob's has been who knows. Yeah. And they kind of remind me, okay, Michelle kind of reminds me of, and here's what I'll talk about. Like an interesting part of like the, the a clip from like the tea time with Michelle Duggar. Yeah. Like, Michelle kind of reminds me of like that woman Phyllis Schlafly in the way that like, you know, like she was like this anti-feminist uh-huh. um, from like the seventies. Who her whole spiel and her whole shtick was that like women belonged in the home, like that okay. was their god okay. ordained role yeah. in society. But her whole she made a career out of it. Like she would travel around the world yes. lobbying for this, okay. and like, and the irony was she was never in the fucking home. And I feel like that's yeah. the case with Michelle and Tim Bob. Yeah, there's a um. I mean, this is like a fictional show, but there's a character um in The Handmaid's Tale who's like that. Uh-huh. Like she is an anti-feminist, but she has a career from writing this book and from being this person. But she's not a homemaker herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Her, there, there. That's what that's that is at the crux of what makes mm-hmm. them so frustrating is because what they are selling and what they're purporting yeah. to believe is diametrically opposed to what they're actually fucking doing, which is. Yes you know just absconding into the night like leaving the housework behind going like for a Mm -hmm. good period and here's what we talk about like the thing about how they had hordes of fans for several years of their life and this period is over now Mm -hmm. their lives consisted of traveling around the country speaking at events going to book signings probably like talk shows talk shows Uh like having to meet obviously behind the scenes we never saw this but like having to coordinate to make all of this happen with like right you know pr people agency mm-hmm. people publishing people like they had full-fledged careers out of shilling their shit that, right. was, that we know now mm-hmm. like literally horseshit like literally not yep substantive or like truthful in any way oh, absolutely. um that's that's what's like yeah oh god yeah that's so annoying about them. Yeah. Among dozens of other things. I mean, that's what, that's what like yeah. is the most annoying thing. I know. At the, even at the time, like, I feel like mm-hmm. this episode came out at the, maybe the height or like uh, as they were approaching the height of their fame. Yeah. Where like, I don't think that was as evident, but at the time I was like, like their life seems cool and fun. And like, right. they, it seems like there's a lot of things that they're advocating that people don't do. Like, mm-hmm on tv all the time or like yep. traveling all the time oh, for sure. you know yep. shit. um all right we have just a couple more um what do you think about how enormous your carbon footprint has to be 
Um, to this, Jim Bob and Michelle um, explain that um, they wear hand-me-downs and they carpool. Um, they're, they buy, use, and save the difference so they're resourceful so that their um, carbon footprint per individual is less than anyone because of this. Um, what do you think? Um, unpopular opinion, but I'm going to give them a fucking pass on this. I mean, like, obviously... I think they're wasteful and I think they're mm-hmm. annoying. And I think that the way that they feel so entitled to like resources is obnoxious, right. but like I like individual behavior isn't like driving climate change. Right. Right. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, okay. Like what question, what fan question wasn't chosen for this one? I don't really care about this. I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. I think the implication was that like, I, I know it's, it's like a con- it's like a concern because they have so many people in their family and they don't plan to stop having kids. Um, so it's like probably like one of the questions that are pop or were popular among fans at the time. Um, but meh, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's to me, it's one of the I don't. It's on the list of objectionable things yeah. about them. It's not high on my yeah. list. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like right. It's it's like annoying and it screams just like entitlement, mm-hmm. but there's so much more that I think is like actually of. Yeah. I'm not concerned. Substance to know. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Do the girls ever wear pants? Obviously since then, lots of pants have happened, but um, at the time Michelle said, most of the time my girls and I wear skirts or dresses. It's just a personal conviction that I came to years ago that if I would wear a dress or a skirt, then that would be more of the style of clothing the Lord would want me to wear. My daughters really haven't known anything different all their life. Joy says, we could if we wanted to wear pants, but we like wearing skirts a lot and it's more modest, I guess you could say. And Jim Bob says, we believe that clothing is something that should that should just be a frame to draw people to their continents and not drop attention to their body. So, um, yeah. so they, wear, they, wear, they wear pants because um, that's the clothing the Lord wants them to wear. That's what Michelle said. So, um, I mean, yeah. there were skirts because, yeah. Yeah, yeah because, um, yeah, Jesus of Nazareth totally ran mm-hmm. around in khakis and polo shirts. Right. This is the style of clothing he he wants for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. God. Um, and I feel like so bad that Joy, for some of these, is just <laughs> getting thrown in here to give the answers that her parents are obviously telling her to give. Um, like, we could wear pants if we want to, but we like wearing skirts. And it's more modest, I guess you could say. Like, just one of the stock answers. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like they really like drill them down mm-hmm. in terms of for sure what to say about yeah. this. All right, the final question was, "What are you going to do when you don't have any more kids in the house?" Michelle says she hopes to never have to figure out an answer to that. Uh, Jim Bob hopes they always have grandkids in the house, and Michelle says, "I hope we always have a toddler in the house somehow, some way." And then Jim Bob makes a comment um, that is infamous about wanting to someday have two hundred grandchildren because the Duggar seed is very important to spread. You know? Yeah, the, I mean, this goes back to the very first question. It's like their uh, greatest fear uh-huh. is literally having to sit alone with themselves and confront the mess that they've made of their yeah. lives. And like, yeah. So even if they don't um, have any kids, they'll always have grandkids to run around between them. Yeah. I mean, and it, that it looks like they're getting what they wanted. I know. Like, their kids like are starting all like procreating. This intergenerational compound in Northwest mm-hmm. Arkansas. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I think that I will say, I think that I really think that it irked Jim Bob to not get to 20. Like it really, <laughs> which is like tragic because like it put Michelle's body through like so I fucking know. much those last couple of years where she like tried like mm-hmm. so and had like a terrible miscarriage and then, right. like, you know, like Josie yeah. in the next And group, I remember like, like even after that, um, at the time she was still for a little bit saying like, Oh, you know, I mean, if, if, if God wants us to, like, she was still willing she went to visit an IVF clinic, which it's just like, it goes, oh, it goes God. completely against everything right. that they have to say about like, right. God decided. Uh-huh. like God decided. Okay. I know. You off. Why take yeah. why take the camera to a fertility clinic uh-huh. to, to to explore oh, your options? I know. I mean, I don't think it was. I don't think it was like strictly IVF that they were looking mm-hmm. to. It was like some other like artificial and some nation. Right. Thing. But, like that's that's mm-hmm. science. That's the thing right. you purport to despise and hate, yes. and I think it's like against God, basically. Um, but. Yeah, I think also, did I say that I mentioned, like, he, he's necessarily had to amend his goal from 200 grandchildren to 100, which, like... Yeah. Because clearly his kids aren't having 10 kids. No, that's not going to happen. No way. But they could definitely... He could reach 100 easily. He could. I don't know. Ugh, okay. Any final thoughts about this? I hate these... I hate... I Like, <laughs> I, I hate, hate how they came across in this episode. It was so, like... Mm-hmm infuriating to watch yeah um i can't remember if they ever did anything like this again um but like in the episode i i remember like they even had a little a little jingle about it's time to ask the tuggers or something like that so i wonder if they wanted to make this kind of like a regular thing but i don't think they did no i don't okay i i don't i i can't remember yeah. if they did or not but. yeah all right so that concludes this episode of side hugs um tune in next week for more and be sure to follow us on instagram at side hugs pod um leave us an apple review some stars um yeah that's it all right snark on mother duggers 